Zone 3 Podcast. I am Robert. Yes, and I'm Reggie. And who's he, Reggie? Yo, um, I don't know, actually. He hasn't been introduced yet. That was supposed to be the cue for you. Oh, uh, and this is Matthew Hayes. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> we do this every week. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Matthew. Uh, we didn't re- we, this is our second episode we're dealing with you, and we didn't really cover your family background. I know you got a couple daughters. Let's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, payback for my sins. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah absolutely. So um, I live in Cary, North Carolina currently with uh, my wife, Tiff, and, and my two kids, Penelope and Stella. Nice. And uh, great kids. Uh, Penelope's uh, 11. Stella is 10. Nice. And uh, they're they're just good kids. Very lucky. Competitive at all? Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. That's that's just all day. All day. Yeah. Huh? So, but did they get that from you or moms? Uh, me, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's not yeah. just a boy thing. I have two boys and they're super competitive. Oh, nice. But they get that from me as well. Yeah, and and they can. I bet I'm more competitive than you. <laughs> I bet you twenty bucks I can get you betting by the end of the day. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, you're here today to discuss actually um, uh, a simulation for MR Text yeah. to uh, really advance their education in the field. It's called, if you would, ScanLab, right? And so, yeah, um, like I said, it's a simulation. Actually, it's one of those things that I wish when I first got into MR. That, man, I wish there was something like this that was around. And even Texas I've been in it for years. Right. Able to perfect their skills this way. Um, so we thought it'd be fun for you to come and, if you would, just kind of present this simulation that you have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually uh, I took a cardiac course with Matt, and that's how I kind of got my hands on the whole scan lab thing and was impressed, really impressed by it. And it, it is one of those things that, once you guys see this, it, it's definitely one of those things that's kind of like, I feel like it's a game changer in the field for sure, so. Yeah, so that's what it's all about, man. Sure. I mean, I mean, the the the, the thought process behind all of this is started out with just COVID, um, and there's people like the one of my friends reached out to me and said, "Hey, we've got nowhere to go. We can't go anywhere, to be honest. And we the kids can't the, in the program. They can't actually scan. And uh, please tell me that the thing you said you were kind of working on is is coming along. And and I said, yeah, I mean, we can. We're, 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 we're close, you know, so ScanLab's a baby. I mean, really, it's we, we only launched in earnest uh, last October, but oh, we, wow. we've had a couple of schools that were kind of willing to develop with us because of the, the need was so strong. So, and that's uh, MD Anderson and um, uh, Casaloma. Uh, Rush University. And we say the need, the need for just more advanced technologists or like they weren't being able to go to their clinicals. Yeah. So at first, that's exactly what it was. It was it was how do we make it to where these people that are stuck at home are able to continue their education to improve um, that kind of thing. And um, and so for me, I've always thought that a lot of simulators are very limiting because a lot of them, there's a, like a predetermined output. Um, there's, you know, there's, it's very finite in terms of what you can do. And there's not, sometimes there's just not a point. It's like, hey, just go in and, and just play. Right. And, um, and that's, that's not what a student needs. And, and so the, the thing that I wanted to do, uh, again, this is something I'm very fortunate to be able to build because I can build things that I wish I had. Right. Uh, as a student, and I can build things I ha- I wish I had as a as a tech trying to get better, 
and then build things I wish my students had when I was uh, a professor, you know? Right. And so, um, and that's the idea of ScanLab. And, and also it, it, you know, I, I don't love it when people call us button pushers or anybody like that. And I, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people that are button pushers just haven't had very good opportunities. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, uh, and I think everybody wants to learn. I think everybody wants to be able to get better. And in MRI, there's not a lot of standardization. There's wherever you go, everybody's going to scan a little bit differently and, and things along those lines. And so I really wanted to start to tackle, um, the problem that I'd been thinking about for a while, which is with, with imaging you, we could be able to grow you didactically, but there's never been really something that can grow you clinically, you know, in terms of how you apply those didactics. And so, um, so we started building it originally this was supposed to be like, in my head, it was just going to be a game. You know, like a little like learning activity and things along those lines. Right, right, right. Um, but as I just thought about it more and more and more, I just I, I realized this has to be its own big thing. Well, it's just gotten hold on. bigger so and bigger. It's not coming out on the Xbox. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, we so we're a we're a web-based app, and nice. and that way um, it makes it much more accessible, and we're we're getting really really cool results. I mean, so there's never been something that can. Uh, quantify how well you actually do the job. Right. And so that's what ScanLab does, is that based on a deviation from criteria, you will gain points or lose points, and you will have a quantitative score. Who right. defines this criteria? Um, I would not have been me. Uh, that, <laughs> I have no business doing those kinds. Yeah. I'm just one tech that's been working. I mean, I've been, I've been very fortunate to have some great uh, mentors and things like that, but... Um, it, it would not be, it would be really dumb for me to sit there and go, okay, everybody, here's the standard. Standard has already been set. It just hasn't been uh, able to be, uh, you know, kind of initiated to where people can be judged against it. Right. And so, so what I did is I reached out to um, Kathy Westbrook and Ann Bright, who. I mean, in English, are two of the most prolific authors when it comes to slice prescription, angulation, things along those lines. Yeah. And we'd get together in the mornings, so like four my time and nine Kathy's time in England, and then 8 p.m. Anne's time in Australia. And uh, and I would – it was a really, really fun project. I got to meet two people, I mean, and talk to people every day that I've been (laughs) dreaming about since I picked up – MRI in practice or, yeah, like or how, that it, how, how did you guys link up? Like, did you reach out to them? And I, just I reached out to them nice. over, over LinkedIn. And oh. I said, Hey, Dr. Westbrook. Hey, Anne, you know, my name's Matthew. I'm a weirdo from America <laughs> that has this idea. And I mean, and I, I take this stuff really seriously. And so For I would sure. never, I would never, um, I would never think no matter how many years I've been in the field that I could decide on the criteria right. for for this kind of thing so no, it was sure. really fun and i mean the 4 a.m um start times were not uh, always ideal but uh but we got everything worked out and and just we continue to improve and we're all actually good friends now and just check on each other and and wow. kathy's got this cute little dog colin which oh, if you right. think about it this is a perfect english dog name Colin. <laughs> Colin, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I, when she was calling Colin, I was thinking, like, is this a butler? Is this a. And then, and then here comes Colin. So, awesome. but I mean, my cat's walking across. I'm, 
I'm nervous that these people are going to think I'm just some <laughs> idiot. <laughs> right. So, but but it was it was fun, and nice. uh, I think we've approached it the right way. I think inside of MRI, um, a lot of times the the student or the tech or anything like that, they're just waiting for the next pop up set of slices, and they're going to angle it, and that's what they're going to think. But ScanLab, we're growing the future super techs of the world. We're holding people very, very highly accountable. Right. And so we're getting data for the first time in history that can actually rate people on a scale of 1 to 100 based off of a normative population statistically. And so as our, as our database grows, we're going to be able to, I mean, the newest thing that we're starting to do is hiring. I mean, we can prove how good you are inside of ScanLab, saving corporations millions of dollars because, you know what I mean, if you've got three of your friends that are willing to lie for you and, and, and you've got a 90-day period that you just got to make it through, you know, and people can fake that, you know. Right. So, so in this way, from a hiring perspective, from an internal quality assurance perspective, it's really exciting. And from our students, they're entering, um, they're entering the, their clinicals and their externship, and they are amazing. So uh, wow. I was yesterday I was in LA uh, meeting with uh, one of our clients and, and their students have a 300% increase of the competencies that they've tested on this year versus last year. Yeah. And, um, and wow. the only, th I mean, and that's during COVID. That's so it's a, during COVID. It, it's a cool thing, man, because there's not a lot of cool things. Like there's not a lot of good stories happening in COVID. Right. I mean, it's just kind of a drag. Right. And so for these kids to be able to, or not just kids, but adults, you know, going yeah. back to school and things, uh, uh, coming to, coming into their clinicals right. and being super confident about it. And those, those people are going to, they're, they're being judged based on perfection and they are. Um, they are held highly accountable, and, and I think we could do with a little bit more personal accountability inside of MR uh, in terms sure. of, of quality and, and assessment. So it's, right. pretty, it, it's, it's really fun. It's been really great to build. Yeah, I mean, the short demo that I saw, I was pretty impressed. Um, and I think techs of all ages, like I said, but I think as far as uh, what's required to know based, and, and that's reflected in the score, is your TR ranges and your slice thicknesses and stuff like that. And that, that kind of lends the old way of learning, right? Like these older techs, that's probably right. more the, the way they learn. That's why they had to be good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, so um, you're kind of resorting back to that, which is a good thing. Um, right. Well, I think, I think more and more with MRI, um, I, I, I think training people is difficult. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And getting consistent and, and objective Right. You know, keeping objective is, is hard as well. I mean, I was a clinical instructor and I had to go out and try to track down my people. You know what I mean? And, and right. or they'd come in and say, hey, I got all my comps and maybe they're dating the person that's signing them off. And so when they actually get out <laughs> into the field, they are terrible. And right. uh, and, and that's my fault. And so uh, I wanted to I wanted to make this to where it's something that you are ha asked the hard questions. I and mean, we just did a, a pilot study. Uh, with 30 techs from around the world who just signed up and and came on and they did um, they All did right. an exam and and a lot of them we asked them you know we, we don't just say here's here's your angle you know what are you gonna do we say make me a t1 fat sat um, at three Tesla and a lot of them you know were saying 
man, where was this when I was in school or where was this, right. where's this now? Right. And, uh, and they, they don't, uh, they, they don't have the tools. They've never been asked those questions. They're waiting for something to pop up and angle it. And now our students are, are and the people that are using ScanLab, they are, they know this stuff. They've been, they've been taught it from the very beginning. They've been scored badly if they didn't know it. So they adjust and they study and things like that. And, right. and, um, five five people from the from Casa Loma have already got um, they've already got job offers and they're not even halfway through their first clinical rotation oh wow and so it's nice. it's cool I mean right. we think we think ScanLab is the future of hiring we think ScanLab is the future of quality assurance and education with he, with a lot of help from a, ter, a lot of terrific people man that's awesome kind of one of the biggest things you know not even not even talking about boards or anything but once you get a job the biggest thing is getting there and hoping that you know what you're doing so i feel like you're really filling that gap because you get more experience in the aspect of not really like you're saying that wait time in between patients or even if there is no patients you know you can still get that practice in which is Uh, pretty interesting my personal experience i feel like for the first year i was just learning what you know, yeah, and then exactly. the, and then after you're starting to learn why. Right now you can learn yeah. what and why at the same time, and that's pretty cool, I think. Well, and and not at the not at the expense of the schedule. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. right. I mean, you're really, I mean, my first my that's first eight months or somebody of, hovering over you and ex- that anxiety. Yeah, like tech hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about <laughs> I, I, the, I know. the tech hover. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, but uh, no, but it, it's it, with 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 things like SAR and with getting behind schedule and with claustrophobic patients that are ready to get off the table, it makes it hard. I mean, cardiac, especially, I mean, but I mean, everything as a whole to be able to sacrifice that time, especially with reimbursements going down and, and things along those lines, it doesn't really lend itself to, to time to learn. Right. So we have a couple of places that, um, that, that we're working with for internally for their techs and, uh, we need, they need to know when that tech is able to scan is 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 cleared kind of they they approach it that way like um our techs are going to go through this training and the moment that they are scoring 80s and 90s they're ready to actually oh, fly and right. so so oh, that'd be, yeah. that is cool yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no no i mean it's 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 uh it's really it's very very interesting and so you know uh, sometimes think about it i mean how much goes into a, a tech from a training perspective from radiologist time to be able to come in and, and chat with that person I mean, from from consistency, right? There should be no difference between how the three of us scan a brain, right? Or a knee, or uh, or a heart, things along those lines. There should be consistency. There should be standardization. Yeah. Right. So, it's it's pretty exciting. Well, I'm, I know we're pretty visual people, and I know you got a demonstration. I'd sure. love for you to walk us through it, just so we can get kind of an idea of what yeah. we're talking about. Absolutely. I know, and, and how do you feel about some of the technology that's coming out, that's out there about just how uh, certain things kind of align to the structures of the brain or the knee and things mm-hmm. like that? Like, you, you think that's hurting the field per se? Because I feel a certain way about it. Are you talking about like auto align and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Um, like that type of tech. Okay. Uh, that's uh, it. Depends. I think there are great things. I mean. AutoAlign is terrific. Um, SmartScan, terrific. Right. I mean, um, but I do think sometimes there are going to be the times where those things don't work, whether it's congenital abnormalities, whether it is uh, pediatric brains, you know, too much water in the brain, and so some right. of these... Uh, Just positioning. Yeah, too. exactly. I mean, and I, I, I love those kinds of things because... But that, that kind of is limiting, number one, because you have... Um, a lot of people don't have that technology, 
Right. 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 And um, some techs are afraid of that type type of technology. Like they think that they always uh, readjust like, it anyway. Like, right? Yeah. Like like Auto Align is going to change its name to Skynet and start manufacturing Terminators <laughs> oh, yeah, or something right. along those lines. But I I, I don't I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, but you need to know this stuff. Right. And 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 Philips Smart Scan or does is aligns differently than Siemens Auto Align. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a patient that's going you know, slightly different. I mean, they're proprietary things. Right. And right, so, right. so if you have a patient that's coming from one magnet to another, you guys are, I mean, there's a lot of large facilities that have different manufacturers. Yeah. How can you guarantee that the patient is going to have a, an examination that is going to reproduce be, be, right? be reproducible and comparable. And so I feel like inside of MRI as a whole, um, we need to, we need that standardization. We need a way to be able to, uh, hold, hold, uh, like have a have metrics for for understanding and have metrics for um, you know who gets raises, who who is the most efficient, um, and what we're trying to do is make it to where uh, we can we now can map um, departments converging together in terms of they used to be very different in terms of how they're angling, but now there is a, a good standardization across multiple different manufacturers because these people are actually understanding their criteria nice so yeah are you able to um tailor it to a facility that does their own way that's that's a great question Uh, um yes and no so um what we really want to do because there there are people that have their own little special sauce for for doing things so we have some contingencies for that but inside the scan lab we are we are really talking about things that are very widely accepted uh, and peer-reviewed and 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 widely used. If someone says, "Well, we angle three kV off of what you know ACPC line," right? That's fine. Um, that's you you can you can adjust for that internally. Okay. But I mean, for us to be able to add that criteria, it has to be something widely used, and you know, there would there's just it kind of undoes the purpose at that point. If, if, if oh. someone wants to have their own little way of doing things, that's completely cool. But in, for our purpose is to, is to make it to where there are multiple ways to do it, um, but those ways are, are commonly used and, and are used by thousands of techs and, so, right. and, and accepted, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just raising a bar. I'm trying, man. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, it's fun to do. It's, I mean, M- uh, ScanLab MR is kind of like a, a video game. I mean, it's... Um, That's where you had me at. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, it, it's... it's I, and we're going to keep getting better. It's, we're just getting started. But we're very excited about... I mean, we could have gone directly to some things that would have been easier to build. But right. I really do feel like the cornerstones of MR that are not really accounted for are angulation, coverage, field of view... Um, Contrast and weighting parameters, uh, contrast enhanced MRA, right. cardiac. Those are kind of those kinds of things. To where I mean, sometimes we're, we we there's places that just do knees and ankles and knees and ankles and brains and things like that. But the, those those techs um, they want more, right? They want to be ready for those for those new for those scans that maybe you don't do all that often. Right. But when it comes in, you're ready to go. It's like. You know how you do ACR and like right when you forget how to do ACR <laughs> accreditation, it's time to do it again. Yeah. Like a runoff, right when you right yeah. when you forget how to do 
a runoff, oh, then it's yeah. time to do a runoff again. So <laughs> we want to make it to where everybody can stay practiced and everybody can do this without um, potential harm to the patient, uh, liability. All right. Yeah. Table so, time. Yeah. Table time, exactly. It's awesome. Well, what I love about it is you're providing a service to the techs out there, right? obviously education, but right. the natural byproduct of that is better patient care. Right. Um, yeah. And the data that we're getting is, is fascinating. It's, I mean, uh, Kathy gets super worked up about it because there's never been, it's always been a subjective assessment. And well, I'm a numbers guy, so I just love the idea of it all. I yeah. mean, because um, yeah. not only can you be graded on your own individual score, and that would be a percentage, but you can be compared to other techs, and that would be you're within this percentile. In, and, right. and, I, and imagine you can compare it to people, not just in your facility, but maybe in your region, maybe outside your region. That's coming. Yeah. yeah. So we want to. It's it's really cool stuff. I mean, the data is insane, and it's 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 piling in, and we're figuring out honestly how to sort it and how you're going to take off, man. Just remember <laughs> us. No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm holding on. It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> take me with you. <laughs> it, it's simply a problem that we are uh, trying to assess, uh, or trying nice. to address, and try to try to fix, and yeah. and giving everybody the same opportunities to be able to um, to be successful. We've we've got students now that are presenting their scan lab scores at the end of their clinicals you know oh. a student coming in nobody knows what you can do but i can think of scan lab as like a carfax report think of it as an Damn. uber uber driver score uh, like, somebody put on a resume absolutely i mean so so we oh no like a credit score <laughs> are you in the 400 stretch? <laughs> <laughs> not all over again <laughs> well let's see this thing i want to yeah. see it. sure all right. I like how you added that screening form, too, on there. I oh. mean, that's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, we, I love that. Um, so ScanLab as a whole, um, we, we, we're all about being inclusive. And so inside of here, we are translatable to 117 languages again. Wow. Um, and so we, we just don't feel and, – and as of Friday, we have 100% internationalization, which means – that every part of ScanLab changes as well. So we have now dynamic um, PDFs as well that kind of update. You guys have seen that, like the Google stuff where you hold your phone over it oh, and yeah. it translates, have ever seen that? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We, we didn't, we wanted to make it, like kind of take it to the next level. And so, so anyway, I mean, I'm an ignorant American. I speak one language, so I'll probably just stick to uh, that. But um, if I go over to just my profile here, I can go to my preferences and I can be able to choose kind of the, the um, you know, kind of the, the vendor that I'm currently working on. That's not going to change anything in the scan lab. It's just going to change the windowing and leveling, you know, left-handed versus right-handed systems. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, but uh, if we go and what do you guys want to do? Want to see a certain thing? Well, let's start off with something super basic. So maybe like a brain. Or sure. Okay. So in this case, we, get, we have these regions. So this is select a region. So many options. And inside of there, we have uh, these different body parts and uh, different examinations. And so, um, yeah, the, the, the point of the regular scan lab exam is simply slice prescription, angulation, consistency, coverage, those kinds of things. So let's hit brain. And um, in this case, that's so we, we also want to teach right. in the correct order of we, we want to simulate like ScanLab, if we're doing our job right, we are a quantitative MRI thought simulator. So we want to simulate and give you all thoughts that you would normally only have at a $4 million scanner. You know, so, um, so in this case, what we're doing, we, this is our safety check. 
And the, that's the cool thing about this is that PDFs are they are static, right? You can't mm -hmm. uh, you can't can't translate those. But as of a couple of days ago, you'll see here everything is translatable. And so we we're very passionate about making it to where you don't have to speak someone else's language to be able to right you know to do well and this is this is cool some of our students love this they're they can show their grandma you know what they're doing and and kind of explain how they're how they're doing it and so we're just we're, we're really excited about this functionality it just came out oh, on, on friday show my kids kind of yeah i mean i mean really what do you what, what do i do at, at my job you know right. what i mean Right. And um, so play so, games all day, evidently. Yeah, <laughs> they think I, I'm a doctor. I want to do what you do, Dad. <laughs> yeah. um, but but you'll see here. Um, this is we're, we're we're not asking a tech to clear an implant. We're asking them to localize things that are kind of a. Uh, so you got hearing aids; they're removable. Okay, great. Um, we have we had a lumbar fusion. Okay, so then you can see the and we worked with um, Chris Seitz. On this, and we continue to work with her and, and Tobias Gilk for um, helping us, you know, kind of with these um, with these safety forms. And we, like we said, we want to make it to where we we get the students, we get the ori original users thinking in the correct order. Build some good habits right off the rip. Yeah. So in this case, I mean, we're going to proceed with the examination, but maybe if the patient Christmas treat or said, "Oh, I've been here before and had a CT or um, got an unclear implant," that you know might want to. Uh, bring to your MRMD or your MRSOs uh, for you know for some kind of um, clearance. Foreign body when you go down here and you're saying, have you ever had any kind of um, you know metal in your eyes or shrapnel or anything like that? And so anyway, if there's multiples, we could put this. So let's say proceed. And inside the scan lab, I won't go over like the buttonology and things like that. But uh, inside the scan lab. You can answer these questions in any order, but we kind of recommend our way. You know, like you need a good sagittal to make a good axial, and so on and so forth. Um, and and this is one of the things that that have always gotten me right. I mean, if I if I'm on a simulator and I angle, then I I'm going to have no matter what I do, I'm going to angle, and I'm going to have you know I can have this as my sagittal but uh, I'm going to have a predetermined output, so I'll have a really nice sagittal. Yeah, and, the, yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so it doesn't, it doesn't really equate to cause and effect, right? right, right. I mean, the, the people that are using this, I mean, just like in real life, these bad scans, bad scans follow you around yeah. for, the, for the rest of your exam. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you have a you bad start, angle, start it's, off it's, bad, yeah. things start to get a little, a little funky, you know? Right. So, so anyway, I mean, what, what we wanted to do here is we wanted to make it to where... Um, we're holding these people very, very highly accountable. And so, for instance, a slice gap of three, skip three. A lot of people, they're not even paying attention to this inside real life when they're scanning. They are going to go like this, and they're going to hit scan. For us, you are losing points if you are skipping the same amount that you are actually acquiring. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's... Right. And so, and these... So and this is the stuff that Kathy and I and Anne came up with and discussed and and those kinds of things. Um, this is our phase encoding direction, and for now we assume that you have enough oversampling to to cover. So, but um, where some really cool things are coming, but we want to make sure the whole point of this just so I can show you a little bit under the hood. So uh, normal people don't have this, but um, for me as the developer I can kind of see. So you'll see here. 
This is a very complex algorithm that is judging you based off of, so see how as my angulation is changing, mm -hmm. as it gets better, um, you'll see, it, uh, we, we judge you if you have too many slices, you're losing points. Red's you're not, good, right? If you're, what'd you say? I said red's good, right? Sorry, it's <laughs> you a betcha. joke. <laughs> so, but uh, but you, you see what I mean? Like now we have, we can tell, are you a, can you think on your feet? Can you, you all know, right. can you do this? So, so you'll see, based off of all this, um, just to give you an idea, like as soon as I have an, a more appropriate slice gap, right? As soon as I start to see what I mean, it's, yeah. it's super sensitive. And um, you'll see that your score starts to change. And I see my slice anatomy coverage. What am I actually looking to cover? Well, we have up here uh, answer criteria. We want you to be parallel to the fox, to coverage to include the lateral margins. And so as you adjust this, you'll see, um, you know, we, we have- One of my favorite books, by the way. That's a good book. Yeah. No, it's 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 great. And so, so in this case, let's let's mess this up a little bit, and, and I'll move through this. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. In this case, I can window and level. I can always double click and go into like single double click to get back. Um, if you ever get kind of stuck, and you know everybody's been, especially students, get a little lost in the sauce, and you can go down and just kind of get your. And, and, and kind of, I don't know about you guys, but I remember being a student and just being so afraid to window and level because I thought I was just going to get, uh, like, lost. And yeah. so we just want to yeah. make it to where this is just kind of worry-free and and you can really walk into clinicals with three years' experience because it's just more efficient. I can scan 150 brains before I ever scan it on a patient. So um, so let's let's scan this. See, we're off, right? We So let's say sagittal. And in this case... So see, I'm going to actually show. So you'll see if I just turn off, see how I'm off. So I can see my the shading on my fox, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so you're actually, for the first time, you're, you're getting the picture that you deserve, the slice thickness you deserve, things along those lines. We've got some really cool things coming up as well. Um, that we're excited about. but So if you would have just turned that into a straight-up axial or coronal, you would have got an axial or a coronal on that picture. That's right. Let's. And so what's in the third window is a, the actual simulated scan from your prescribed... That's uh, right. Okay. You get exactly what you deserve. Okay. So, for instance, if it's in the next one, it's saying axial or transversal. So, and this is where it kind of comes in, what, what your question was in terms of variability. Right. So sometimes people angle with the frontal lobe, sometimes they angle with the ACPC line. I see that, okay. And so now you'll see if I change it to frontal lobe, now you'll see, school. yeah, your criteria, it's, yeah, more <laughs> old school, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm so I'm, what I'm immediately thinking about is like on a, a foot, like is the long axis oh. on a foot, an axial, is it a coronal? Yeah, we, we address that from a long axis standpoint from a, okay. yeah, long yeah. short axis. So yeah, okay. and, and that's, and we, we're trying to make it to where we, we make this again from a jargon perspective right. and, and we're not, you know, we'll continue to take in, um, you know, the opinions of, of the people that we work with and things like that to be able to get better. But, well, I mean, off the books, mute the mic real quick. <laughs> Axio, <laughs> long axis or Corona? I'm sorry? Which one is the long axis for you? For a foot? For a foot. Um, I mean, for for the foot, for a coronal. See, it's for short axis. I mean, that would be right for the foot. Short axis is going to be this. Right. Long axis is going to be like this. So some people approach it as they're like a ballerina. You know what I mean? Right. And, and right, right. some people approach it as anatomical Atomic. position. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, 
it's well, we're here to get some as long as they're all in that short axis is pretty much well, well <laughs> i mean we're able to um i mean that's something we're addressing on the drop down as well oh, to be okay. able to whatever you call it you're being judged based off of that criteria i see and so nice. um so let's scan this badly like really badly so there we go scan this just I let reggie take the wheel then <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> burn <laughs> so so you'll see here i'm just gonna so let's say axial and so in this case so i've just clipped my cerebellar tonsils oh yeah i did not get the vertex but i mean and you're not fulfilling the criteria so it's not going to go well um for i'm going to change this um to and we, we're judging you based off of phase encoding we're judging you based off of covering the anatomy of interest and slight thickness, angulation, all of those things. How'd you get the scanner so quiet and fast? <laughs> That's proprietary, right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you. So, uh, but based off of either ACPC, I mean, and, and this is particularly helpful in MSK. So right. you have, you know, let's say I'm doing a sagittal knee. Am I perpendicular to the condyles? Am I, you know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. That kind of thing. So let's just, let's keep on rolling. And, uh, but... As a whole, we'll be able to see, so cool. Last thing we're gonna be doing is prescribe a coronal for the temporal lobe of the brain. So you get to choose. Are we going perpendicular to the hippocampus? Uh. Am I going perpendicular to, and we're gonna add these things. I mean, uh, the next really step for ScanLab is to starting to get anatomical variants, subarachnoid oh. cysts, Chiari, nice. um, you know what I mean? Degenerative diseases, right. things along those lines. And so, um, and so you'll never know what you're gonna get when you choose brain. But we thought a great start would be have a, a really solid uh, data set in every body part so they could see, you know, and, and get a good idea for criteria. You don't really see inside of books, um, you know, bad patients that you're angling off of. But right. we want that to be the, the standard. So in this case, right, I mean, I'm, I'm imaging the hippocampus. So, I mean, we want to phase uh, right to left. Soon we'll have a little drop down there uh, to be able to just rotate in plane and change your phase encoding. So, but you'll see now we're gonna be kind of angling. And the student, that's the thing. The student needs to understand, I'm looking at a very small structure here. I'm looking, you know, for a hippocampus. So maybe five skip one at this point is not an appropriate uh, field of view or not appropriate thickness like through plane. And so let's maybe take this down. And so you'll see kind of under the hood, you'll see at this point, if I kind of show this again, you'll see that my slice angulation, you can see how that's changing very rapidly. See what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, my, I'm, I'm getting a decent score right now, but if I am changing and, and actually getting the fornix, getting the you know, anterior uh, right. aspect, so you'll see my score is changing. So we're, we're kind of sticklers for, and um, we, we're, we are judging you based on perfection. And so it takes, practice and it takes um you know and, and we don't give so you'll see let's just mess this up again uh we don't give the scan lab angles because all we found is like this is what the student would do they'd go like this oh, right. and then they'd never think again and so you'll see here in just a minute you'll see what i'm talking about so if i hit proceed now we go through and this is i get really excited about this stuff <laughs> so this is our patho view um, and so I can, we put a, a DICOM viewer inside of here, and now you can see what pathology or pathologies are seen here. So I can window and level and sit there and say, okay, what do we got? 
What, what what's you guys' call on these? Hydrocephalus. Okay, so hydrocephalus. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe. What no. is it? I was gonna. You're. I don't know. Uh, I'll stick with uh, hydro. Okay. So and, and this this really helps the students and the techs kind of put their money where their mouth is. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, do Do you get? Oh, you got graded. Uh huh. Like would would you be graded against uh, for having? Wrap in the nose there. I'm just curious. Well, this is just this is a actual DICOM. In this case, uh, later on you will be with the grading. Okay. Yeah. Can, can we add a check mark to the ventricular megaly? Mm, not bad. You know so you know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so but but so this gets people in the habit of kind of like we we don't want you to be able to diagnose a difference in oligodendromas, um, you know, <laughs> right. versus uh, glioblastomas. Right. We want you to be able to understand what MS looks like, what, uh, right. in this case, uh, hydrocephalus looks like, differentiate ischemia versus MS, those kinds of things, you know what right. I mean? Right, Because that's, and, and to kind of make it to where you have, and these are all radiologist report proven. Oh, nice. So so we don't just say, this is what I think, that's not my scope. Right. right. And so, so I'm gonna submit my answer. In this case, we can also, we're judging uh, anybody based off of any one of these different criteria questions. So which denotes the putamen? Let's say it's here, just for, just for funsies. So it's, it's not correct. Um, and each one of these are kind of ranked from a, a scale of one to five, five being the hardest and one being the easiest. And so it kind of grows with the students as well. Oh, nice. And so, um, so in this case, what kind of sequence is this? So it's not, uh, you're, you're definitely seeing hemorrhage right here, you know what I mean? And so uh, a lot of these, it requires a little bit more critical thinking in terms of what you know. So in this case, what do you got? It's a gradient. Absolutely, yeah. So, and we know this, and, but it's a great way to be able to get a snapshot of what this person knows. There we go. So um, according to this map, where will the amount of RF be reduced to one-tenth of the value of isocenter? So yeah, here's isocenter, and then one one tenth. So we're trying to get it down to here. So this this is also grading this person based off of their understanding of safety maps. Mm. And this is a little bit more difficult of a question. There's been plenty of texts that have never seen this map before. You know what I mean? Right. And so if I go down to one tenth of the original, where's that going to be? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be about uh, there we go about three meters, point three. three meters from the from isocenter. Nice. Okay, so. And you'll see, uh, so there we go. I have my scan labs examination Ooh, report. And so that's not a very good score, is it? Anyway, so I can go through here, and why did I get a really bad score? Yeah, it was not very forgiving. So, you so you'll see I'm 14 degrees from the scan lab angle. I've, I have not covered Welcome my slice coverage, things along those lines. And, and something cool that we just came out with that I love, for, from an oversight perspective, you can see the slices that they... You know, prescribed, but if you sit resulting images, now it actually loads um, the actual images themselves. And so then now you can be able to, or a professor could sit there and say, all right, so see here. And so now they're jumping on Zoom calls and they are, they're saying, this is where you, this is where you went wrong. Are you guys going to make it so that if you do see a certain pathology that there's optional sequences you can throw in? Everything's coming. Okay. Yeah, it's just I mean, we we want to we really want to awesome. uh, we want to tackle the big problems first, right. and but it's but scalable though. Huh? 
but the, well, the idea is is that we we are going to. I mean, you have those things, but they're at, at this point, some of them are in a critical thinking form. So the the multiple choice questions, those are the ones that we can do. Um, you know, and, and ask those hard questions. We've got things like, what will affect time but not affect spatial resolution? You know what right. I mean? And you have to go through and choose those things and, and that kind of stuff. And so, so now you can go through and say, ah, what letter denotes the Pudaman? So you can see your picked answer versus the correct answer. And so you can start to get better and improve if that's the case. And this is for the educational aspect of this. The students have this. But for the hiring aspect of this, you would say, hey, uh, you know, Reggie, Robert, you guys are the top two contenders that you've done. Here's a coupon code. Here's a coupon code. Go into the scan lab. You don't have any of the criteria, it's so it doesn't tell you where to angle. It doesn't tell you what to cover. You go through and you do a clinically validated um, five or six questions of angulation and things like that, and then uh, 20 questions of, of critical thinking. And now... I don't have to figure out which one of you is the best or more deserving of the job. We can prove it right? based off of your, your understanding. So, and at that point, this would go directly to the hiring manager and not you. It would just say, thanks, have a nice day. And so, um, yeah, that's just, that's just the idea. So this is just one, one little thing that we do just for the brain, uh, but something else that, uh, that I, I like that we do. Um, if I go, I'm just going to kind of go on the back end so I can show you what this is. So if I go and I, I select angiography. So if I go through and, so these are all of our angiography questions. Don't tell anyone. Okay. So you'll see here, uh, this is something that I, I got really pumped about is we can also quantify and give you a lot of practice when it comes to contrast enhanced angiography. Nice. Uh, you start like, you get test them based on their ability to identify the right timing. And That's right. Damn, yeah. without the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Without the pressure, without the gadolinium, you know, w without having to re-inject, without... And, and then so do you also pick the rate based on the protocol? No, you've got... So you have two two milliliters per second. You have a certain... We, we're putting you oh, in a certain position. Okay. So this is one of those questions that will pop up at the end of the test. I see. Th that's right. And so, so see here, we have 14.2 cc's. Acquisition time of 17 seconds and time to center of 2.1 seconds. A lot of people don't even know what time to center is. Right. But since uh, that's the time that we're filling the center of K-space uh, from an elliptico-centric standpoint, or just how, we, how long it takes us to get there, and so uh, I need to make sure if I'm filling K-space really quick, and that, remember the center of K-space is where contrast, you know, that's where all of our contrast oh. information is going to be, right? Right. So I can now say start contrast fluoro. And um, you can now start to see in real time, there it comes in the subclavian. It's gonna That's go, pretty cool. Going to go down, getting oxygenated. And so now, based on a 2.1 seconds, I know when I'm going to stop the fluoro and actually start the real scan. And this is all risk-free. And see what I mean? And, and nice. if you go in the background, we are, uh, we're, we're judging everybody based on a finite amount of time. So you, you have a certain time to be able to hit this to get the answer correct. Like so, yeah, okay. so, I mean, our students and, and the people that are using this were less callbacks. Um, right. You know, these, these students are walking, and we've got it for every part of the body. And Man. so just just single. Rads just, are going to love this, by the way. Oh, and the consistency. Well, yeah. and they also can, we, we can make the rad the, the manager of the cohort. 
And so you can actually have oversight over all your text. You can see what their resulting images are going to be. You can give them feedback in a much more efficient way. Right. I mean, uh, and so these, the, we're starting. I'm going to use the restroom real quick. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the, the great thing about this is, is like, seriously, there's sometimes when people are ramping up, uh, somebody they just hire somebody right it could be six to eight months before that person is actually scanning right. where yeah. we're, we're getting these people out in three or four wow and Damn. so and, and we can prove and, and the manager can be watching them as they improve and say hey you're ready to go you know and right um I, i've oh, got man. um university of nebraska came on board with uh with scan lab a, a few weeks ago nice and and their students uh, maybe they Maybe they're in, in clinical sites that are not very busy and things along those lines, and uh-huh. they set the precedent, like, hey, if you're not, if you're not uh, scanning Point patients, scanner. jump in the scan lab. That way that you yeah. – and, and they're counting those toward, um, toward you know, their, their competencies and, and right. being able to take advantage of an entire day. I don't know about you, yeah. but when I was in clinicals, like, uh, sometimes I, I wasn't even allowed to scan by oh. some of the techs. Well, it's funny because uh, one of the places where I worked at where I was actually uh, educating, like I was just like a preceptor, like helping teach one of the students, and it was a day where we scanned one person. Exactly. Just sitting there. And, like, mm. and, and what are you, you, you going to do? do? Right. And at this point, you've got something that you can do to be constantly improving. That's awesome. And, um, and we're, we're pretty stoked about it. So, um, and uh, another thing that we, we really like, um, we, 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 we built in synthetic MR. So in this, oh, nice. this is the contrast lab. And so if we start to do, if we start to load this, so now you're able to, um, let's see. So now you're able to actually perform uh, more than just slice prescription and angulation. Very soon we're- TRs and TEs? So yeah, TRs, TEs. Wow, nice. um, uh, turning on inversion recovery, like our last episode, uh, going between spin echo and gradient echo uh, families of, of pulse sequences. Um, very soon we're releasing the resolution lab to where you will actually see um, oh. based off of your field of view your yeah, your voxel sizes Dang, and awesome. trying to also figure out a way to um, well anyway it's coming <laughs> so but you'll see here I mean think about this let's do a let's do a flare or something um, and very very soon you're going to be able to select and inside of your profile up here you'll be able to select what uh, field strength that you're used to working on and so at that point, you will also have a conversion between 0 0.2, 0.5, 0.7, 1.5, 3T, and 7T. So it's a cool way for somebody that, bless you, uh, it's a cool way for someone that um, they can say, I, I've, I've, I have experience with understanding contrast and things like that at 7T or right. things like that. Right. So, so awesome. from that standpoint, let's go ahead and just, just you know, at, you can play inside of here. This is what's called our DICOM playground to where just there's no really structure. This is kind of as close as we get to a normal simulator. But, um, but now I can say, what, let's, let's get weird, Reggie. What do you want to do? You wanna do? I like playgrounds. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's go, um, let's go kind of low. Let's see if we go like 300. 300, OK. And our TR. And then we're going to go kind of high with the TE. <laughs> You saw that one coming. I, I like I like where this is headed. <laughs> so what do you want to go? Uh, let's go a thousand. Okay. No, let's go a hundred. Well, uh, yeah, well, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's a thousand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but we can we can get weird here. So that's the thing. It's not just one hundred. We can go we can go one oh four. I mean, and you really do see what you are going to get. So um, let's go back. Sorry. There we go. So so uh, echo time. Sure. 
And that's why do you want to, why is this going to be garbage? Uh, not enough time for T1 recovery right. and too much time for T2 decay. So let's, let's say this. So axial U. There we go. And so the cool thing about this is, is that normally this experiment would take you what? Four or five minutes, yeah. three, four minutes, depending on what, what magnet that you're on. Right. And we do ours uh, in about, uh, usually in about 15 to 22 seconds. Nice. Depending on, usually it's depending on your, your overall. Mmm. Looks good. Yeah. <laughs> but if we kept the exact same echo time and we had an appropriate TR to allow for a good amount of T1 recovery, if we say scan, so what's that? That's an axial T2. Okay, so I mean, just we've done, and this is what's so cool that that our students love is that they can they can go through and they can have unlimited experiments just playing right. around and make those break those eggs, make those omelets. That's you know exactly what I mean? How I learned. I love yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So if we scroll through here, now you'll see <laughs> that we get what we deserve, not only from an angulation standpoint, but also from a contrast and weighting perspective. Wow, man. So. And inside, I mean, we do, so if you, if you go back to where our test by region is, we have these contrast lab exams to where we sit there and ask the hard questions. We say, hey, give me a coronal uh, gradient echo, and mm -hmm. you have to know those things, and, and you get judged based off of being in the correct TR range, the TE range, the flip angle, you know, all, all of those things. Right. And so, Do you envision reaching a point where people are able to redeem CEUs for the time spent? It's a very interesting question. I was, um, I was on the phone um, and we've been really busy with development, to be honest, and right. we're kind of starting to get to that point. Yeah. Um, I think the future of education has to involve simulation. I think it has to. Right. Um, I could totally see something like this on the boards easily. Well, I mean, how do we know? Oh, wow, I, I never mean, thought I'm, of that. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Right. No, I mean, I mean, how do you know? Seriously, you're taking your ARRT or you're taking your, your armret. How do you know if if this person actually is worth their salt. You know that right. they've memorized something, right. but what do they actually know? Right. And so I had a, a very interesting conversation on Friday uh, with, the, with the president of, of Armrit, and, um, and they're very, very um, open to those ideas of, I mean, so I think as time goes on, I think that's something that, I don't think it's gonna ever take the place completely of never, right. but I mean. I uh, would prefer a test like this, or at least, you know, some like questions like this on the board versus how it's kind of built now, honestly. Yeah. I've never been a great test taker, but I can play around with stuff like this and, you know, really get it done. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's, uh, I think that's something, I mean, I, I think it's something that's very interesting to think about. Right. So, right. Um, I, like I want to sh show you guys one more little thing. So, another thing that we've been working on is cardiac, and that's where Reggie's had, uh, um, a little bit of, of experience in yeah some experience in trying to catch up to Robert here. <laughs> so yeah. are you are you a cardiac guru? Robert? Uh, guru, no, at nothing in life. <laughs> <laughs> but I scan cardiacs. So you'll see um, everything here. We worked. Uh, we had a, a really good focus group from the SCMR to be able to go through and establish this criteria, um, and you can be able to, you know, really. Um, go through and and play with you know slice prescription angulation things along those lines the same and i don't know about you guys but cardiac is really tough to teach because the patients held their breath 150,000 times yeah um 
they're they're tired. The ECG they've got babies that are sedated. Got to get them off the table, you know. And and so inside of here, we want to make it to where so people just have a better opportunity to kind of to learn. Are you able to control the gating or like say present? Uh, in the simulation, a patient with like AFib or some sort of palpitation. Yeah, in, the, in the critical thinking questions, um, you will you will have to identify different um, ECG patterns, oh. things along those lines. And the, and the critical thinking <laughs> questions. Well, I mean, but but it's it's interesting, right? Because you uh, we've never been held to that standard. Uh, yeah. A lot of times we don't know why we're doing it, and this is just something to kind of open our open our you know our eyes to the possibilities and things like that. And, I mean, I'm a cardiac nerd. I, I love it. It's like a hobby of mine. Well, I think, um, too, is people understand some, some of those little things like that. It might prevent people from having to shut down the scanner, you know, things that might not be necessary. Sure. Because you know actually what the problem is, right? In, in this case, we have, so cardiac-wise, there's a little bit of variability. And so what we wanted to do is make it to where you have the option to scan or skip. And so in this case, for instance, if I don't do personally, I don't do a... Um, a, f a, a pseudo four chamber view. I think it's a waste of time. I would rather do a short axis localizer before that and then uh, use that to have a really good four chamber view rather than just a pseudo. Yes. Yeah, so so I can. You know, one thing, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah, sure, but sure. I'm just thinking. What I'm thinking about is, in my experience, I'm currently at a facility where there might be 50 techs, but there's only about five cardiacs. Exactly right. And so there's, it's, people are wanting to be the next cardiac tech. Well, you can kind of train on your own now. And you can present that to your and, and leadership. Who, and who deserves it? Right. It's like Thunderdome for, yeah. for cardiac. Yeah, so, well, but just showing the initiative <laughs> oh, yeah, right. shows maybe you deserve it more than others. Gladiator. Yeah. No, yeah. Thunderdome. I, I, I mean, but what a great way for techs who have always wished they had certain training, but now they can obtain it on their own as well. Right. And not have to wait for their turn. Or I mean, and, and the thing about it is, I mean, this is um, – so in this case, I mean, you're able to – what we're really excited about is that I just got back from um, one of my stops on the summer tour <laughs> is uh, is talking to um, some places that are going to start working with us in terms of congenital heart defects and things along those lines. So now you'll be able to have access to all anatomical variants as well to be able to plan off of and, and be able to get better from. Dang. So yeah. it's um, – yeah, but anyway, I, just, uh, I wanted to just show – kind of this as a whole and um if i do my my slice perp at this point in time um you can be able to adjust i don't know we're having we're i i really i've really enjoyed uh making making these things and 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 hopefully i mean if we're doing our job correctly uh if see how every single time you're doing this we're putting in different numbers we're trying to mess with you a little bit so where you have to critically think to figure out what it is that and, and and if you know if you go to your your SCMR guidelines, right? Want right. to use an eight skip two or a seven skip three or you know those kinds of things. And um, in this case, so there we go. So uh, I I like a, a fast gradient or you know uh, a, a localizer like this. So now if you'll see here, this is once again a scan or a skip. I'd like I love a short axis loc. And so in this case, now we are seeing short axis loc. So, and so now I don't have to try to plan a pseudo four chamber view if I don't want to. Now I can sit there and, and say, well, as a whole, I can get really close, you know, using my, just do something. I can say, copy my slice and now angle my four chamber view to be 
where it's not just going to be a pseudo, right? Because I've done a, I've done a short axis already. Now I can be able to adjust in two separate planes and just do a little bit better. And and this is a great way for for techs to be able to go through and make those mistakes in a risk-free environment, right? And and get better without compromising patient care, without compromising the, um, you know, the the, the care of the patient. So it's been a very long time since I scanned cardiac. So, and after you know going through your course and uh, actually scanned the cardiac, it, it was kind of uh, refreshing to not be as nervous getting back on there like Good. that. You know, because you know I haven't scanned it for a reason in a while. <laughs> uh, it, it's it, it's intimidating sometimes. Right. I mean, it's it's something that um, I mean you you are on the clock and you are you've got all your you've got all your timing of your late gadolinium enhancement and all those things. We want to make it to where slice prescription. And critical thinking, those are, those are taken care of, and you can really right. focus on the patient because this is all muscle memory for it's you. It's automatic, right? Yeah. Well, so. one, I know one thing, too, is just like so for uh, facilities and people who want to kind of get their hand on this, mm-hmm. like how can they you know, reach out to you or how can people kind of be a part of this? Sure. Um, I mean, if you go to, our, if you go to our, our home screen, which is just scanlabmr.com, so if I just take away the the app here there we go this is just our our um, homepage. you can all you can request a demo you can be able to see just a little bit more about us and um, yeah that's a good way to do it now uh, for now we're exploring the idea but for now we sell scan lab uh, we offer scan lab for cohorts of people not individuals and so universities healthcare organizations um, we are starting to do kind of individual we are starting to do kind of uh, individual classes to where we say, like what we did that you attended, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we open up Imaging U Cardiac for the didactics, and then we give access to ScanLab for the clinical side. And so what we're trying to do, the two are really supposed to uh, complement each other. They're supposed to answer a completely different question and be very complementary. Mm -hmm. And so... Yin and yang? Yeah, I I mean... it's pretty exciting because we can start to grow text from nothing all online and all through apps and things like that. I mean, our, our people, our, our students are, they're getting to their clinicals. Their people are wondering if there's like a hidden camera show that they're on. They're asking them, you know, are are you kidding me? Like you've never scanned before. You've never, you know, and, and I I would show you some, some data that we've got, uh, but I think it would violate some things, but, but we've got, we had some people that have never scanned before, that if you go through and you look at their images, because as a as a cohort manager, you can be able to go and monitor how long your people have been working, how many attempts they've got, what they're how they're trending, what they're what I mean. And so so if you go and look at my profile here, so you can see how well I do in all of the different aspects. So these are all the critical thinking questions that we offer, and you can also be able to say, well, how's Matthew doing on on the brain? He's taken 92 examinations. How is he doing? And so as a as an instructor, this is what's so cool, especially like University of Nebraska loves this kind of thing because they're, they're so spread out like their students. And so rather than having their clinical instructor driving 15 hours oh, a week, right. they can actually go through and say, well, let's, let's take a look at what you've done recently. You can just see this area at what time you've done it. So I can go through now and click inside and I can see what, how this student is actually prescribing slices, so I can much more efficiently give them feedback, especially online, and then I can actually, as a as the instructor as well, go through and see once again the resulting images, 
And so it's a great way for, uh, we're talking to, we've got a very exciting uh, project with uh, Siemens Healthcare that we're working on nice. um, for the future. And and we've got, um, I just think there's, there's, it's really exciting what what actual skill quantification can do. I think right. it's, if, if, if you are coming for an interview and you present this, right. I mean, why, why do we jump into a stranger's car in Uber? <laughs> they could murder us to death. That's true. That's true. But we don't because, because they've got a good rating and they right. have, they've done this a lot of times. True. And so um, uh, ScanLab CT is, is underway as well. Oh, nice. So we want to be able to teach uh, without um, radiation. I wonder if there's a way you can do that with the ultrasound. You know, ultrasound, ultrasound, I, I'm not sure about because, I mean, that, so much of ultrasound is touch. Right. And, you're, you know, you spend four or five years just getting your, your touch correct, Dang. you know. So got lo- That's a tough one, u- right? ultrasound's no joke. I mean, because a lot of times the physicians are defaulting to the techs to, to, right. to get that because they don't have time to develop that touch. But, um, but anyway, you can be able to you can see how, how I've been doing in all sorts of... It's like building a portfolio, right? Yeah, it really is. And so um, I think um, I think the, I think to be honest, the, the possibilities are limitless. And, right. and we're, we're really excited to be able to, to be you know, on the forefront of, of, of skill quantification. Yeah, I mean, you have a cute kid here. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, imaging you, I say, has, has moved out of the house, and it, it like, <laughs> pays its own rent and things like that. ScanLab is like a... You still cover the insurance or something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, until yeah. yeah. twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, uh, ScanLab is is a growing baby, and uh, it's 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 um it's really been something to build, and and you know, sat bands are coming, oversampling, uh, no phase wrap is coming, coils are coming. But until we can quantify it, there's no. I mean, I could slap those things on here, but then we're no right. better than anybody else. Right. Until we can tell you where your sat band is not allowed to touch. Right. Until we can tell you. Um, do I have enough oversampling to cover the coils that are selected? Dang. So, and if I have too much oversampling, it has to be hard. It, oh, oh my God. There's, there's, I can't imagine. but I have a great team. That's I have amazing. a great team that are brilliant and I have great friends of mine that help me with beta testing and give oh, me honest awesome. opinions. And, right. and, um, I'm just, I'm really fortunate. I have a great, great group of people around me. That's awesome. Man. So, well, we appreciate what you're doing for the field. Hey. Right? This is, this is, man. It's Thanks. I'm happy. I'm happy you guys like it. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. I'm a big techie, so anything technology, like, oh man, I'm all over it. And then you add a game aspect to it. <laughs> Here's my money. Good. <laughs> good. 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 No, I mean we're we're excited to see where where all this goes. That's awesome. So, Dang. can I just say, as we're sitting here, you finally it, it dawned on me who you look like. Who do you who who have you ever been told you look like somebody? Um. Uh, and now know. that I've thought about it, I can't unsee it. I used to get, I used to get uh, in my, in my uh, punk rock days. I used to get a certain person, but uh, what, what do you got? You look just like Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good one, though. Let's see. I, uh, I think his beard is way better than mine. I think his like maybe that one with I him and Sweet D right above that better than mine. I think he's probably funnier than me too, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I especially seasons one through three. Always sunny. Fantastic. Always yeah, I right, see so you're a fan. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's... Uh, so you've got the face of uh, my body is like his in that one picture. Yeah, I I noticed that. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about when he's cultivating mass. Yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. I thought the one below. I thought the, I thought the Fight Club one. So obviously so. this episode is over. Thanks for everyone. <laughs> and and that's when it all went. Back. No, but but hey, you guys, thanks so much for having me out. Yeah. It's really really Thank cool you. to find people that are are interested in the field like I am and yeah. um, and I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate what you're doing. I think you uh, are going to provide a huge service to the industry. So um, right. I Thanks think you're going to be if well you you're going to be a very well-known name here I think. If you're not already, but it's not about me. It's about the product, and, and <laughs> it's uh, not about me. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, anybody would have saved those children. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, the bus was burning. What was I supposed to do? No, yeah. I mean, my Facebook name is Andy Dufresne from the Shawshank Redemption. It's never yeah. been Matthew Hayes. It's just. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, I was teaching. Uh, I was teaching at a uh, Christian university at the time, and uh, you know, wanted to keep those things very separate. You I know, understand. so so pseudonym and. I think apparently you can change your name back in Facebook, so I think I need to get on that. Yeah. We'll see. Everyone knows you as Andy now, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I'm excited about this, and I think yeah. I think hopefully we can help a lot of people. For now on, you'll be known as Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, Mac, perfect. <laughs> no, I think like I said, you did. You're, what you're doing here is awesome, absolutely awesome, and I see uh, tons of people benefiting from this. Um, That's the hope. I know we usually ask, but since we did that last episode, what's your, you know, was it the, um, the most satisfying moment yes. in your career? But what was your most satisfying moment of the creation of ScanLab in this case? Contrast Lab was Contrast was Lab. my nice. most uh, was my most satisfying moment. I mean, since you had your drooling, huh? Well, I mean, uh, it's it's never. I mean, so you can That's do it. You can awesome. you've never been able to generate MRI synthetic images on your phone, and we were the first people to ever be able to do it. Right. Um, it's just it's it's cool. That is it's cool. Uh, it's just it's that it's like cool. it's the adult equivalent of building a fort or <laughs> or starting a band or anything right. like that. It's just it's it, it's those little things and the the satisfying moment. I mean, I yesterday was a big satisfying moment for me out in L.A. being able to meet the people that have been positively impacted by awesome. um, by ScanLab and this entire tour to be able labor, to. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it's it, I, I'm I'm really hoping that we can help a lot of people improve the field, improve the. You're reaching location. a point where you're hearing testimony now, and I bet that was pretty awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we're excited about this product. Thanks, man. And, and so, oh, where well. can people get it? <laughs> no. we're, uh, we're exploring other we're exploring other things to make this more available to individuals, um, but we have to do it in a way that is smart and course, this is yeah. like. You know, um, well, kind of mention if you would your concern about like people sharing their password with the product like this and the, well, how detrimental that might be. Sure, I mean the key the, the key with ScanLab is individual metrics, and so um, for if this was this is like a Netflix password that you don't want to share because then that skews the actual your actual results. Right. Yeah. And um, and so that's that's the reason. I mean, we also it is okay to share this podcast though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> completely fine. But um, yeah, we just want to keep this safe and and share it responsibly and give people you know approach things very responsibly when it comes to our right. our our thought processes and and how to make this accessible to people. I mean, we sure. ScanLab is is 
uh, not as expensive as it should be because we have right. single moms that are paying for licenses at the universities. We've got, you know what I mean? So right. we want to do what's right for the learner. And that's always been our mission. Right. And, um, and so, and that in the end, that's going to help the patient. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly right. It just comes full circle. Exactly really right. Does. So that's, that's, that's where right. we're headed. We'll see. It's exciting. I love it. Very exciting is a good word. I'm, I'm excited. I don't sound like I'm very excited <laughs> uh, and super excited to have you here today. So thank you again for that. Um, Thanks again I for think having we're going to probably wrap it up. Reggie, yeah. can you think of anything? No, I mean, ages. Thank you guys. Thank you. Ages. Yeah. yeah. You guys have always been super supportive. And Dave behind the camera. Can you think of anything? Yeah. Thanks Dave. Thank All you, right. Dave. Yes. Thanks well, and happy yeah. birthday to Dave's mom. Yes. Yeah. Happy birthday, 60th, yes. 60th birthday. <laughs> Mrs. Awesome. Dave, mom? Yes. Yeah. So, happy, <laughs> happy birthday. We love Eileen. We had her actually on the podcast. Really? Yeah, she did our uh, radiology nursing episode. Any, so I'll put a link in the description for that. Any mom of Dave is a friend of mine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she seems Wait, delightful. Have her cooking. I'll have to come back. Thank you again. <laughs> uh, well, that's it, I think. So, Zone 3 Podcast. You're out. Make sure to subscribe. Thank you. Bye-bye. The information and comments provided in the Zone 3 podcast and website are not intended to be technical or medical recommendations or advice for individuals or patients. The information and comments provided under the auspices of Zone 3 podcasts and their guests are of a general nature and should not be considered specific to any individual or patient. Whether or not a specific patient is referenced by the physician, technologist, individual, group, or other entity seeking information. Zone 3 Podcast may provide links or references to websites. Such links are provided as a convenience to our listeners seeking more information on topics. These websites are not affiliated with Zone 3 Podcast, nor do they endorse or manage content discussions unless otherwise stated during recording.